gums at each other. Any chance they get. The fight clock is brought to you by Modelo. sit back, relax, and listen to a complete and fucking utter armchair expert give his completely and utterly useless opinions on the one hell of an amazing sport that is MMA. G'day guys, um, been a minute since I've done a new podcast, um, but I figured I better because, um, well, I've got about a week to before um, a lot happens. Um, yeah, so <laughs> a lots, a lots happened in the MMA world. Um, uh, Glover Texera retired. Um, Jose Aldo's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, we've got UFC 284 coming up in just over a week. Uh, sorry, just, yeah, just over a week. Um, the long-awaited fight between Alex Volkanovsky and Islam Makachev for the uh, 145 and 155 straps. But in the biggest news ever, perhaps, ladies and gentlemen, next month we see the long-awaited return to heavyweight after three years of not fighting of the one, the only, the goat of the light heavyweight division, John Bones Jones. He's coming back at UFC 285 to fight Cyril Garn for the heavyweight title because that's another thing. Francis Ngannou got released. <laughs> So, we've got a lot to talk about, and this is going to be an interesting, action-packed podcast. All that and more when I come back. Glover Texera retired after one hell of a performance, I must say, against Jamal Hill um, for the light heavyweight title. Um... He, yeah, got beaten up for the whole fight. Uh, got eye-poked at one point, but he just kept going and then lost and retired. Um, there's a part of me that's devastated about it because we now won't get that cheery rematch that we all wanted and uh, Glover so greatly deserved. Um, and also the crowd in Brazil, from what I heard, were less than receptive of it they a lot of them apparently left you know didn't give a crap about their hometown champion you know like what i don't care about anything else like bro that's your hometown champion that's the person that other than uh figurato and moreno which actually that's another thing uh moreno is now the champion after another controversial finish because uh figgy got uh, poked in the eye um, that it was a doctor stoppage um, yeah what a what a I don't even know what you'd call that because it's been four fights but that was that went from just like uh, Figueredo said that went from just being one fight to uh, becoming an integral part in the history of the UFC really um, but yeah 
Um, you know, that's your hometown champion, Glover, uh, or your hometown fighter who's been a champion. Um, and one of the people you come there to see and you just leave like that, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know, but it was, it was very disappointing, really, if I'm being honest, but yeah, um, what a career to Glover Texera, um, you know, absolutely dominant fighter, took a lot of punishment for all of us as fans, um, yeah, uh, I'm sad I only got to see the end of it, and I didn't actually get to see him lay the gloves, because I had to leave before the fight was over, um, but, yeah, um, yeah, what a career. And speaking of fighters from Rio, um, Jose Aldo, who retired last year, um, is uh, going into the Hall of Fame this year, and deservedly so. Um, King of Rio, absolutely dominant. Peter Yarn reminds me of a prime Aldo. Just they, They're both very similar, really, in the way they fight. It's a shame his career went the way it did after the Connor fight, honestly. Um, I think people, you know, forgot about who he was as a fighter and really remembered more of him as, you know, the guy Connor was taking the belt off of and ripping up posters of and eating them. And, uh, it was just a shame. I really, I really hoped he was going to get near the belt again, but it just didn't happen. His career was never the same after the Connor fight. And I have to say, I'm a Connor fan, but I saw a comment, uh, on a post in, a, in an MMA group I'm in that said, um, if anyone, you know, they were talking about, um, you know, fights that made you depressed to watch, and there's a number of them. Who knows? Maybe I'll do them as a topic um, here in MMA Quick Chat. I might read them out, but um, one day. But uh, th- there was a comment I saw on that post that was saying um, they were talking about the McGregor and Aldo fight, and they said if anyone deserved an immediate rematch against Connor, it was Aldo, and as much as I am a Connor fan, I have to agree, really. Um, you know, given the tear he'd been on, it was stopped in, what, 13 seconds. He did deserve an immediate rematch, really. And you could argue, really, you could argue, had that fight not gone that way, because Jose admitted that the anger from what Connor did got to him, and he really went into that fight in the wrong mindset. Um, had that fight gone differently, Jose might have got Connor honestly, and had the rematch happened, he might have got Connor, but it just wasn't to be, he really did deserve it though, I have to say, he did deserve an immediate, if anyone, if anyone deserved an immediate rematch against Connor, it was Jose, and it's a shame he never got it, um, but yeah, going into the Hall of Fame, and deservingly so, um, he should be remembered for all of his uh, accomplishments in the Octagon, and, um, yeah, what a career he's had too, man. Gee, there's been some good fighters from Brazil. Far out. But um, um I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, going to talk about the upcoming UFC 284 happening in my backyard, Perth, Australia. Let's go, Australia. Um, and the long-awaited fight that, st- uh, that was made pretty much at UFC 280. Vogue versus Islam. All that and more when I come back. 
UFC 284, Volkanovski versus Makachev, February 12th, 2023, in at RIC Arena, should be RICV Arena, <laughs> in Perth, Australia. I've been waiting for a UFC event to come back to Australia for so long. I was really, really hoping it would be Melbourne because I really want to go to one. I'm still so sad that I didn't go to 243 where Izzy won the belt. Such a historic moment and I missed it. Um, didn't even watch it, actually. I didn't even watch it live. And dead set, the first UFC card me and my mate Jesse, who I've had on the podcast, um, ever watched was UFC 246, Connor and Cowboy, three cards later. I'm still so sad about it. So I, w- I wanted it to be in Melbourne, and I remember saying to Jesse, I said, gee, it could have been so much bigger if they'd had it at Marvel. Like, oh my, if they'd decked it out with Aussie fighters... If they decked it out with Aussie fighters, it would have been it would have been good. But um, yeah, um, there's I'm not I'm I'm not gonna do the uh, the card by card breakdown. I suppose you could call it um, because there's not honestly there's not a lot of <laughs> I shouldn't say this because I am an MMA fan um, and. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I, sh- I should be, um, you know, I should be concerned with every fight that's on the card, really. Um, I should be willing to, gee, there's a lot of, I'm just, I'm just looking at it now. There's a lot of good Aussie fighters on the card. Um, far out. They, they, they have stacked it. I mean, not with the, not with the fighters that you'd know, like Izzy and Whitaker. I mean, Whitaker was supposed to be on this card until the whole drama with Costa happened, but, um, there's there's three fighters I I want to well actually two there's oh gee there's a couple of good New Zealand fighters too Tyson uh, Tyson Pedro as well a couple others yeah some good Aussie fighters on this card but I, there's two that I want to talk about Jimmy Crute's on this card what a what a oh what a what a fighter he is um, he's fighting a guy from the states. Um, and I hope he gets up. But then, of course, we've got the long-awaited main event. Who who will be the double champ? Will it be the protege of Khabib? Or will the two belts be coming home? It's coming home. The double champ's coming home. Uh, I'm a KSI fan. I got that from his video. <laughs> but, um... Uh... Yeah, um, who's who's it going to be? Who do I think it's going to be? Well, obviously, I hope it'll be Volk. Because, um, you know, go Australia. And, gee, what a what a story his is, you know. Fights with a broken hand, you know. Has absolute wars, 22-0. and 0. Um, Yeah, what a... What a what a, what a fighter he is, man, and what a representative for Australia. Um, you know, former, you know, rugby player, now he's in MMA, you know. The UFC website doesn't even actually have odds for it. That's how close I reckon this fight's going to be. Although I must say the odds on betting sites, <laughs> they've got Volk losing majorly. I think he's paying, last I checked, he's paying like $4.10 for 
for you know um yeah for Volk to win um uh but they think Volk's gonna lose obviously but four dollars ten if you put a hundred dollars on that that's four hundred and ten dollars you get back that is that is crazy numbers um yeah so who do I who do I think oh sorry the only the only one that was crazy should I say uh, was Cannoneer against Dizzy. I think he was paying like $6 or something for him to win. That was crazy. But, um, yeah, so who do I think is going to win? Um, like I said, obviously I hope it's Volk because I'm Australian and go Australia. But it is a risk. It is a big risk from Volk to take this fight because... Sorry. Because uh, Islam beat Oliveira, who's no slouch... Um, at UFC 280 um, and obviously he's trained by Khabib and I think that's why I, I think that above all else is why a lot of people think he's going to win because he was trained by Khabib and he's Khabib and his dad I think at one point because I know Khabib said that his dad apparently was very fond of Islam um, but um, who do I think is going to win I honestly don't know um I hope it's Volk, but like I said, it's a big, big risk. I mean, obviously he thinks it's a risk he can manage. He wouldn't be taking this fight if not. And obviously, you know, the UFC, the UFC probably deep down wanted him to take it. That's why they had him there. I think they probably knew ahead of time it was probably going to happen, the call out and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, obviously it's a risk Volk thinks he can manage. Um, and he's... Probably, I think, in part doing it for legacy because, you know, he'll be Australia's first double champ, you know, if he wins. And me and Jesse, um, fair to say we're going to be going off if he wins because we're both big Volk fans. Um, but, yeah, look, I don't know. I don't know. I hope he wins, but Willie, I uh, don't know. Um, Jesse is pretty emphatic in that he is going to win because... He likes to kind of back his hometown fighters. He's very big on Izzy. Um, actually, that's another thing I need to talk about. So much has happened. So much has happened. There's even more that I need to talk about after this, which they'll get its own podcast later down the line anyway. I I, I really should do a script for these podcasts, but I never do. Um, so that's why they're a bit all over the place. But... Um, um, yeah, look, I'm... Yeah, I'm, yeah that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, Jesse kind, kind of likes to back his hometown heroes, you know, whether or not <laughs> they're being rooted for to win or not. Um, and, I mean, look, in, I, I think I think people are doubting Volk a lot. You know, you don't get to 22-0 and 0 without being good, you know. So, look, who knows? Either way, I think it's going to be a great great fight but um i need to talk about some more stuff so all that and more <laughs> when i come back i should have also mentioned that i was actually considering going um to ufc 284 me and me and jesse were planning on it you know we were looking at flights and everything um but we had a lot planned uh, over the Christmas and New Year and we just couldn't have done that um, if we were going to go to uh, the UFC. It would have been 
you know, to fly from Melbourne to Perth to do accommodation, to go, to get the tickets to go, which I think are in themselves like 400 something dollars, um, you know, and then to get back again, it, it would have totaled probably two, two and a half grand easily. Um, and you know, we just weren't willing to do that or able to really, um, you know, if it had been in Melbourne, I would have almost paid the 400 because I would, I, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about accommodation or anything. It'd just be a matter of getting a train or driving there and driving back. Um, cause I'm from Melbourne obviously, but you know, unfortunately it's in Perth, but I'll still be watching from Melbourne, but I should actually also have mentioned, speaking of KSI, him and Logan Paul are going to be at UFC 284 because their sports drink that they launched last year, Prime, is now the official sports drink of the UFC. <laughs> oh, and they're launching Prime in Australia. So it's all hell's breaking loose here, ladies and gentlemen. Like, Jesus, I, I needed to do a podcast a lot earlier than this. Gee whiz. But, um... That actually reminds me because there's at least three other things I need to talk about. One is that we're finally getting the Edwards-Usman rematch at UFC 286 in Edwards' hometown of London. Um, which, you know, everyone remembers the iconic finish from last year of Edwards head-kicking Usman in the fifth round and taking his belt. Um... I'll give that its own podcast, of course. I won't talk about that too much. Second thing is, <laughs> UFC 287, we're getting the Izzy Pereira rematch, which, again, everyone remembers. I did a podcast about it, breathing heavily and sighing, uh, that after, I think, three years, Izzy's reign came to an end at the hands of Pereira. He's arch-nemesis from kickboxing and they're now going to have their rematch which whoever knows how that'll go um but the third thing i need to mention and this is the thing i will probably speak about a bit more extensively is it's been heavily rumored that not only are we going to get the john jones comeback we could also potentially get connor's comeback this year because He's been heavily rumoured to be coaching the Ultimate Fighter this year alongside either Michael Chandler or Tony Ferguson. What a fight both of those would be. Chandler, obviously, for the fight quality. But, Jesus, can you imagine the trash talk between Tony Ferguson and Conor McGregor? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> and... I, I could see it being Ferguson because of everyone at 155, Ferguson would probably be more beatable um, for Connor. So I could see it being Ferguson. Um, but Chandler, I think, is the fight that everyone would want to see out of that. Um, but what a year that would make MMA if we've had the Volk Islam fight, John Jones coming back, um... Uh, you know, the the Usman Edwards rematch, Izzy and Pereira rematch, and then Connor coming back. What a year 2023 would have been for MMA if that happens. Oh my God. But 
Of course, it hasn't been all a great year for MMA um, because the other thing I need to talk about, which I just remembered, is the fact that Francis left and vacated the heavyweight title as he left. It was always going to be the talk that had he re-signed and had he came back, he would have fought Jones for the title. Um, But it didn't happen. He left, vacated the title... It's heavily rumoured he's going to go to boxing and fight Tyson Fury, among others, probably. Um, but the talk was that the offer... the Dana said the offer the UFC made Francis would have made him the highest-paid heavyweight ever. Uh, that, that would be higher than Brock Lesnar, then. I mean, I don't think you're getting paid higher than Brock Lesnar is, or was. Like... The and also Jones himself, like you reckon Jones is fighting for anything other than ten under eight million, eight or ten million dollars? I highly doubt it. So technically, he wouldn't have been the highest paid heavyweight ever. So to all those who believe that, uh, read between the lines, please. Um, but apparently, Francis said the UFC's offer was three million, three uh, three fights. Um, and $8 million for the John Jones fight. I forget the other terms. I mean, that's a lot more money than five hundred grand. i will give him that. But Francis said that he asked for uh, healthcare rights, um, a fighter's union, and this is the big one, in-cage sponsorships. Now, we all know that was never going to happen because, as we know... Um, a big part of that now infamous Reebok deal in 2015, just before the sale, was that fighters could no longer wear or have any sponsors. If you ask me, that was just a pure and simple money grab. Nothing else. That couldn't have been anything else. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm with Francis on that one. He asked for something for his fighters, um, or for his fellow fighters, and, you know, was prepared to sacrifice his own career to do it. Um, sad that we won't get the Jones fight, but you know what? If he if he manages to go to boxing and make a hell of a lot more money than $8 million for a fight, you know, good on him. Um, I'm with him for that, honestly. Um, yeah. Some 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 things in life are about more than just fights, but um, I think we'll leave it there, guys. Um, man, what a year twenty twenty three is going to be for MMA. Um, <laughs> if all the things I suggested come to fruition, um, there'll be a lot more podcasts to come if they happen. I mean, there'll be podcasts coming anyway about every fight card or every fight card that I watch. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now nearly coming up to 24 minutes um yeah uh i hope you all enjoy ufc 284 i certainly will um let's go volk um and of course ufc 285 and 286 and 287 um and if connor comes back we'll all enjoy that too as well i'm sure but um if that all happens man what a year it's gonna be what a year 2023 will be for mma if that happens but um now i've got a bit of a block nose but um 
yeah, anyway, guys, I think that'll be it for this one. Um, yeah, till next time, take it easy.